With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Numerology is a system of ancient codes found in our birth information that gives insight to the lessons we each must learn in this lifetime. Elizabeth Summers is a medium and esoteric numerologer offering her knowledge of ancient wisdoms to help fellow travelers towards a more enlightened and peaceful path. Join her now for the magical world of numbers. Hi, everyone. I hope that you are snugly, wuggly, warm, and dry with all of this weather that we're having across the country. So I am your host. Elizabeth Summers, I am an esoteric numerologer and medium, which is a fancy word that says I decode from very ancient informations laid down thousands of years ago, information all about you. And those secret codes are found in your birth name and in certain combinations of your month, day, and year of birth. So thank you. For coming and visiting with me, kicking back, relaxing, and enjoying as this evening about a topic that some people just get a little freaky about. So I am going to calm their fears in through understanding of the letter M and the death card. But before I do that, I have got something to tell you. A big announcement, and I mean a big announcement. Several times I was a guest uh, uh, on Janice Best radio show out of Arizona. Her radio show is called AZ Girlfriends. And she constantly says to me, Elizabeth, you have got to come to Prescott, Arizona and teach. Teach your workshops, teach your spiritual I Ching practice, teach You've got to come over here. And so one time she said it one too many times, and I said, okay. So that is the big announcement. I will be in Prescott, Arizona, me, myself, and I, four days teaching numerology, esoteric numerology, 101 for beginners. That will be on Saturday from 1 to 4. And then advanced formulas. A lot of the advanced formulas that I use that take me way down deep into your issues, your past lives, that will be taught on Sunday, 1 through 4 p.m. Friday night, I'm teaching the ancient I Ching practice, which is fabulous. It is by picking up the phone, asking a question, and getting direct answers from your higher self. I have used this practice since 1988. And if you think that in the course of my radio shows and in the readings that I do for you, I spout out little pearls of wisdom, much of it will has come from this practice, this spiritual practice, fabulous. And then on top of that, if I don't have enough to do, I will be doing private readings, from 10 to 4 on Friday, and you're saying, okay, okay, but when are you going to be in Prescott, Arizona? Mark the date, June 24th, June 26th, 
to uh, the 28th. I'm arriving on the 25th in all my glory, totally fatigued from traveling an hour and a half. Isn't it crazy? To go an hour and a half on a plane, it takes all day. But I start my work, my classes on Friday, June 26th, 27th, 28th, and returning back to Colorado on the 29th. And I have jam-packed this weekend, this coming weekend in May, which is May 15th, 16th, 17th, in there. And it's new moon on the 17th. I and my webmaster will be posting on my website, both websites, The Magical World of Numbers and ElizabethSummers.com. We have put a special page called Upcoming Events, and there will be listed all the dates, times, prices, and how to proceed. Uh, And I am offering a very special price for early bird registrations. And a very special price also if you choose to do both of the workshops. I've been teaching these workshops forever. And if you're enjoying my radio show, you will enjoy the workshops. You will learn tons, tons. All about you. It's very simple. Numerology is the easiest esoteric uh, um, uh, system to learn. The skill comes in knowing the language of the numbers. And that is why being in my workshops is a lot of times so much more beneficial to you than picking up a book and reading it. Not everyone has those kinds of skills, and that's okay. So join me in Prescott, Arizona, June 26th, 27th, and 28th for numerology workshops, esoteric numerology workshops, Yijing classes, two-hour class, exquisitely beautiful. You'll find it totally awesome. You'll get wowed. This practice is thousands of years old, precedes every formal religion, Judaism, Christianity. It has no rules. It has no regulations. It is simple how the universe works. And then private readings will be offered also to those that pre-register and sign up on Friday. So it's going to be a busy week for me, actually, and I think I'm going to come home and take the day off, stay in bed a little bit when I return to Colorado big announcement. So go to my website this weekend and all the way through to uh, see if you can just come and enjoy what I have to offer you because I love teaching. Love teaching. And of course, you know I like to talk. Let's get started here. Several things I want to chat with you about. Starting now... Around the 11th, intensifying, intensifying until the middle of June. Hello, we are in another Mercury retrograde. Now, Mercury is the planet of communication. It actually rules the number five. And uh, on my website, under published articles, I have... an entire article all about May and the number five that is also published in many other publications all across the United States. I'm very blessed. I write for a lot of publications. And know that Mercury is the, uh, if you ever saw the symbol, he has the wings on his feet and he rips and tears and everything around mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and governs Gemini and on and on and on. So now we have Mercury retrograde this time around in Gemini. Next week I'll be talking to you about some qualities, characteristics, the good, bad, the ugly 
of this line of Gemini, but we're not going to spend too much on that right now because I want to talk to you about this Mercury retrograde. And it really is an illusion. It's an optical illusion. The retrograde says it's going backwards. Well, it's not going anywhere. It's an optical illusion, but the energy can go backwards. It's as though Mercury says, I need a nap, and I'm just going to chill out on everybody's projects, and therefore, you're just going to have to like it. This Mercury retrograde is from May 18th, which is next Monday, to June 11th. It kind of determines where you are on the globe, how it influences your um, uh, own particular astrological chart. But we have what is called a um, pre-retrograde. I have experienced already the pre-retrograde. I can always tell. It's like someone who has arthritis and they can always tell that a storm is on the way before the weather person even says anything. So about a week or two before, which would be the early part of May, and then also a post-retrograde, which is about a week or two after it decides to turn around. It's like a mopping up period. The pre-retrograde says, hello, I'm on my way. And you watch what's going on in your life, what's getting screwed up, what's not going straight, what's having an issue. And then also, afterwards, it's kind of a mopping up period. But really, for most people, in my opinion, if it comes into your energy fields early, it can also leave your energy fields early before the actual technical day when Mercury spins around and says, all right, I've had enough nap, I'm getting up, I'm going direct. Now, this Mercury retrograde in this moment of time, May to June, is a time when it is in, it is in, um, it's in uh, uh, Gemini, the issues that are likely to come up in your life can be related to finance, can be related to money issues, as well as communications. Uh, you, you send emails, nobody gets them. Someone says something to you, it just totally goes over your head and creates some problems. So there are right now so many planets in Gemini that it's really important for you to avoid burnout. This is happening and then that's happening and I'm trying to keep up with this and that and the other thing. So we want you to, as best as you can, deal with some relaxation situations. You know, take a trip, read a book. It's going to come, it's going to go. And above all, the big virtuous patience. Believe me, with the weeks that I have had in the office, I keep walking around saying, this is Mercury retrograde, just be patient, breathe deeply. But what can maybe go astray during this current Mercury retrograde? Well, there can be delays in scheduled transportation, like flight departures, or maybe missed travel situations. Speaking of travel, look at the train wreck. Look at the planes that are having near misses and what have you. That's all Mercury. I want you to allow a lot of time in whatever you're doing. If you have to go cross town for some reason, give yourself extra time. If you have to make arrangements for this and that and the other thing, build in extra time so that you work your plan. You plan your work, you work your plan, as the saying goes. Confusion can reign. And this is what gets us a little tweko. It confuses messages. And there are mixed messages. And people just can't understand the mixed message. It's, the vibes are going wrong. Patience, patience, patience. 
And so, therefore, financially, during a Mercury retrograde period, but especially in a Mercury retrograde that has to do with finances, possibly, there are some do's and don'ts. When Mercury turns retrograde, and really, folks, it's already going backwards. Maybe technically, astrologically, it has not hit its mark yet to go backwards optically and and go. But it, that energy's already he's that dude's already taking his nap, taking his nap, and doesn't care too much about what's going on. Finances, therefore, in this particular retrograde, may also go retrograde. You may have some backward motions connected to your finances. So what are you going to do financially during Mercury retrograde in Gemini, May, June 2015? Your financial needs need to be reconsidered. Look over your financial things. How can you do better? Maybe restructure them. Reassess, renegotiate your finances. Go to the bank. Go to your husband or wife. Go to whomever. And try to renegotiate finances to some degree. Don't take, do take care of any old business. Any old business that you couldn't complete beforehand, get it done. Wrap it up. Look for potential errors in your statements, in your credit card statements, bank statements. Go over insurance policies. Look for anything that you want to buy or invest in in the future gather information as to where in the future you're going to spend your money. Loan plans, if there's any, they need to be revised. Okay, revised. The one of the the major prefix for any Mercury retrograde is the prefix RE, which means to turn back. RE, review, renew, reorganize, revisit. Go over your bookkeeping systems, your accounting systems. And you know, Mercury retrograde in Gemini will bring some attitude adjustment about your beliefs and attitudes towards money and towards your finances. Attitude adjustment. Money is simply an energy. Energy in, energy out, which goes in line with what one of the things I'm going to talk about tonight uh, with the number 13-4 and the letter M is that you cannot sit and expect the universe to shower you with energy that you have not exerted. The universe is just. Energy in, energy out. And money is simply an energy exchange it is not who you are. It does not make you who you are. It might make things a little bit easier and more convenient. It does test your values and those people that have made them almighty dollar. And it shows up in the charts that I do. In past lifetimes, money, power, authority was their gold star. And in this lifetime, they're paying the price for it. Do not, do not. Initiate any new projects, partnerships, investments. There could be loss. There could be unwanted delays and frustrations. And take it from Elizabeth, delays and frustrations has been in my office along these lines all week long. Thank heavens I have red hair and not gray hair. Don't make any new purchases if you don't have to. I mean, now if the refrigerator breaks or the stove explodes, it's a different story. But gather information about them. Try to fix them. No loans. Don't file for taxes during a Mercury retrograde at its worst. Don't do that. 
Don't gamble, speculate, take any risks with money. The whole premise is about finances, financial attitudes, financial gains, things along those lines. Well, that's enough of talking about a Mercury retrograde. You've been forewarned. It's nothing to be frightened about, just to be aware of and to have patience with. And just write it off. Oh, gosh, that is so Mercury retrograde. Screw up, screw up, screw up. Well, then I were going to talk about the letter M, which has the number four and more specifically 13-4 connected to it. And in the work that I do, I bring in astrology and tarot interpretations of the numbers. This is the esoteric part. This is the really deep part. This is what I teach in the advanced workshops. And 13-4 in tarot cards is the death card. Now, when I have clients on the phone, but even more noticeably, when they're sitting in front of me having an in-person reading, and I see in their chart whether it is part of their makeup, their uh, energy makeup, or a transit, or what have you, and I say, oh, this is the death card, they go, sheet white. I mean, they just like look at me with the most frightened stare, and I immediately say, no one's going to die, no one's going to die. And it doesn't mean physical death, but it does mean change, transformational change. So before I get really knee deep into definitions for the uh, number death card, I want to talk about the number 13-4. The number four, I mean, a four is a four is a four. It is represented geometrically by a square, the symbol of a square. So if you can visualize a square, number four, standing in the middle of that room, that square, a room with no windows or doors, that's the number four. Number four is like framework. They have deep security issues. Their deep subconscious security issues makes them rigid, A to B, B to C, C to D. And therefore, they do not like change. They don't want to know where the door is out of the room. They don't want to know why. Why do we have to do this? How do we have to do that? Every four that I have ever come across doesn't like change kind of Taurus energy, dig their heels in. And therefore, and sometimes unfortunately as a human for them, they have to get colossal shoves by their higher self to get them to move along, move along, move along. And so the number four by itself is very focused, very disciplined, very organized. It is a work code. It is a code that has to do with uh, building, formulating plans, things along those lines. Excellent in accounting, excellent in anything that has a regimentation to it. Well, now we're going to up the ante and turn it into a compound number, not a double number, a compound number of a one and a three. Well, now this makes it a little bit, a little bit more loosey-goosey. A little bit more loosey-goosey. If your birthday number, anyone who's listening, falls on the 13th of any, any month, and every soul chooses prior to birth the day that it wants to be born on. Yep, you are nuts and bolts oriented, big time. And likes to work, needs to work. And we'll get to that in a moment because 13.4 is also one of the four nasties, the four karma nasties. 
But right now, let's just talk about the temperament, the birthday number. The three of the 13, all of this adds down to a four, can be very persuasive. Talk, 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 talk. Very gregarious. The three influence. And the one brings independence and very achievement-oriented. So you can see where there is a different kind of wrinkle to the number 13 than just a plain old ordinary four. 13-4 likes hard work, endurance. As long as it is, how should I say this? That number three doesn't like work, but it will work and stay focused. If it's a topic that it really, really, really likes, then it'll work round the clock. 13-4 likes the rewards of property and money and the finer things. Instead of just waiting around for it to come on, it'll work for it. It'll talk. It'll be overly ambitious. It is someone who has to also be very careful in their personality because they can also be very dictatorial, very obstinate, and doesn't really want to let go of too much. 13.4 is one of the four karma codes in esoteric numerology that when it shows up, not in a birthday number necessarily, although that temperament will be subjugated to this karma influence, but it is particularly potent in a person's life, in a chart, when it is shown in one of the five core numbers. In your in the workshops, I teach people how to find their own core numbers using the Western numerology as well as the Chaldean systems. It is here that it can become a little more uh, in your face, a little bit more difficult. If a person, the karmic issue, and karma's not a bad thing. I always see it as the mercy of God. God's loving us. Well, you know, we all have free will and there's universal laws that we have to follow in human, as we're humans and our free will says you can follow them or not follow them. And if you don't follow them, well, that's your choice, but you've you got to straighten up and fly right in the future. So some people's knees knock when I say the word karma. No, it's your second chance. It's mother, father, God, and your soul and your higher self putting in front of your face, this is karma I'm talking about in general, people, places, situations that mirror an aspect of you that you dished out in previous incarnations, and it's a there, how do you like it? And in this lifetime, your choice is to do the same thing again. Say, well, it's okay, I think that's a cool thing. Or to say, oh, no, and use your free will to go in a different direction. In a nutshell, when the number 13-4 comes from adding together a month, day, and year of birth, you get the major lesson called your life path number. It's like a plot line in a novel. It says nothing is going to be handed to you in this lifetime. Nothing's going to come easy. And every time you take a shortcut, you're going to be rubber band right back. This is one of the interpretations of the death card of number 13. It is that of transformational change. And the reason that that 13-4 is in that life path number is because the person was lazy. Flat out lazy in previous incarnations. And did not want to, number four, work. And a lot of times, other codes that show up indicate they were a boss. 
a bossy boss. Don't ask me to take the trash out. I'm the boss. Or they were in partnerships, codependent, and leaned on their partner to do everything and sat back and said, bring it on, baby, bring it on. Make life good for me, but don't ask me to work for it and to take responsibility for myself. Lazy. 13.4 in the life lesson. Now, there's other parts to that life lesson description, which I don't intend to go in here tonight. But in a nutshell, it says you will learn to work, plan, budget, make every penny count, and not take the softer, easier way. Now, when it is connected to a person's name, the letter M, the letter M, if it's the first name of a person on your birth certificate, a person's first name has all the secrets, has all the codes in it, about the mundane life, the human aspect of you. The middle name has all the secret codes, the language about your emotional self, your emotional past life memories that are coming in here that need to be transformed. And your last name on your birth certificate is your spiritual codes that you have brought into this incarnation from previous incarnations. And actually, you have inherited from your father's spiritual DNA, which is a whole other deep subject. So, if the letter M, as in Mary or Meredith or Michael or Methuselah, where'd that come from? That is also called a cornerstone vibration. Another thing I teach. It has to do with your attitude. Your attitude in your approach to life in this incarnation. And that M, that number 13-4, which is the death card in Tarot that says, in this lifetime compared to previous lifetime, attitudinally towards your human experience, there's going to be a death of the old attitude of laziness and not wanting to work. And you're going to have a totally different mundane human approach. Out with the old, new is coming in. Easy way or hard way. And remember, the fours don't like change. So the sooner they can get with the program and loosen up a little bit in their attitude and let go of those stuck belief systems, the better their life can become. Emotionally, The M is the first letter in your middle name. It says there will be significant emotional deaths going on in the middle part of your life, generally speaking, from 30 to 55 years of age. That is the most important lane in a person's life, greatly influenced by the first letter of your middle name, and your birthday number, the day you were born. So if you were born on the 13th, and you also have the first letter in your emotional name, which is your middle name, you have a little Oreo cookie. Oh, the number 13 for in the death card. You're really going to be making some emotional changes between 30 and 55. And we move on to the last name, which is your spiritual name, And it indicates that in this lifetime, spiritually speaking, you will be making significant transformational attitudes towards your spiritual beliefs. Now, a lot of times when that shows up in a chart, in a reading that I do for someone, it indicates that in past lifetimes, Spirituality was based on religiosity, rules, regulations, a lack of believing in intuition, a lack of believing in a higher power 
that is loving and nurturing and caring. And frequently, the number seven and the number two is not found in the birth name as a code because they are the spiritual codes. And the person is transforming as a soul spiritually in this lifetime from the old rigid Piscean age rules, regulations, hierarchy, you know, I'm the boss, you do as I say, and you live according to what I tell you to do from the pulpit. Those days are over. That's the old Piscean age. And we are now in the Aquarian age, which is the age of spirit, the age of awakening to the answers are within, the age of listening to your higher self to guide you. Now, sometimes we don't know where they're guiding us, but the answers are within. And that is why I try every which way but loose to teach the arching practice. Because it helps you put your finger on what is the situation, where am I, what is it about, what am I learning, and how do I do it? No rules, no regulations, no somebody else telling you how to live your life. You're responsible for your life and the choices that you make. So the letter M is one of major transformation. It is an energy of significant out with the old, which I'll talk to you a little bit more in a moment. So we've covered the number 13-4 as a birthday number, personality temperament number. We've talked about the number 13-4 as a life lesson number that says, in general, this is going to be a work incarnation for you and an incarnation of major change. But I don't like change. I don't, do we have to? Every soul prior to birth puts together its own game plan. You're just playing it out, chapter by chapter by chapter by chapter by chapter by person by person by person. You just plan out what you have created. And I know some of you are scratching your head saying, what on earth was I thinking? But on some level, as you were preparing to incarnate, you look back over previous incarnations and said, I got to make some changes. I've got to have attitude adjustments. I have this, I have that, I have some, and I have to learn how to work by the sweat of my brow. But this wonderful accomplishment, and it is through your work and seeing what you have created in your life provide you with a sense of stability and security and a framework that then therefore removes fear because you have wrapped yourself in a self-worth through your own work, through your own accomplishments, builds your stability and security and eliminates fear. Fear, by the way, is a big ego trip. We're going to be talking about that coming up here. Not today, but it's on the schedule. The letter M. If you just look at the letter M, doesn't it make perfect sense that it's connected to the number 13-4? It's uphill, down, dale, uphill, down, dale. And just when you think you got one thing settled, something else happens. And it's up the mountain, down the mountain, in the valley, up the mountain, down the valley, in the mountain. First name, middle name, last name. Now, what if, what if, when I add your month and day of birth, and 
a, a year, I'm hesitating because in esoteric numerology, uh, it is different than what you get on the computer. So technically, in order to understand what year, what trend, what issue that your soul is putting you through in 2015, for instance, in esoteric numerology, spiritual numerology, soul numerology, your cycle goes from the month you were born to that month in the next year. It is not based on January to December, as in many of the formulas that are on the Internet. That is mundane numerology. It is not soul numerology. Every soul rotates in nine-year cycles, nine-year cycles, nine-year cycles. Nine-year cycles have overarching umbrella issues that I'm able to determine that takes that person nine years to go plowing through as an issue. Wouldn't it be helpful to know what that is? But from birth to death, out of this incarnation, because there is no death, there's physical, I'm done with that. It's like an old car. I'm done with that body. We go in nine-year cycles, nine-year cycles, and you were not born in year one at birth in your first nine-year cycle. Some folks are born in year five. Some folks are born in year six. Some folks are born in year nine. And possibly, if they were born in year nine, they may live only one year. They may come in. The nine is a finishing. Their soul just needed that time to finish whatever needed to be taken care of, wrapped up, and they're done. And they go back into spirit. Those are called personal years. And those are the biggest readings that I do, the 12-month current year readings. Because they help people understand the issue that you are going through in that 12-month time frame. And every year within that cycle has a different do this, don't do that. There's a time to hold them and a time to fold them. There's a time for spirituality. There's a time for money, business, property, real estate. There's a time to wrap it up. We're all done. Thank you very much. Now, wouldn't it be helpful to know where you are in your current nine-year cycle? And so if someone is in year four, plain old ordinary four of their nine-year cycle, the nine, the four has to do with, well, the skeletal structure, the bones. So the number four has to do when someone is in a four-year, and especially a 13-four-year, but a four-year, I tell them to be careful of their health. especially their bones and their teeth. Bones and teeth. Number four. Number four is ruled by Saturn. And Saturn rules bones and teeth. I also tell them to be careful of their money. Make every penny count. Pay off debts. Be very budget-oriented. The Yijing teaches that the universe helps those that work in a disciplined manner. Discipline is the number four. And if it's missing in your birth name, it says it's a biggie. You, don't, you, you haven't learned how to be disciplined in handling your physical body but more importantly, the structure of your life. And when it's missing in a birth name, if there's a letter that has no four equivalent to it, that's called a karmic lesson. 
going to be in your face, in your face, in your face, making sure that you're learning how to work in a disciplined manner in this lifetime, connected to your health, your skeletal structure, your teeth, and especially your money, because that is an energy, energy in, energy out. The number four, as I've told you, has to do with structures. And one of the structures that has to do with is a house. A lot of times when a soul has a four birthday number, temperament number, or a life path number, they're very mechanical. They're builders. They're planners. Not necessarily executives. But they'll lay out the plans like architects. And so in a four-year, housing can be an issue. Maybe construction of the house. Maybe adding on. Maybe making repairs. This is all very important to know because if you go with it, you'll get achievement. And I say to people, if that's the case, if you have something to do around your house, you get it done now because I promise you, when you go to the next year, which is a five-year, the last thing you're going to want to do is pick up a paintbrush, pick up a hammer. You're going to want to travel, get in the old RV, and go to Yosemite. It is quite freedom-loving in a five-year. So now, what if? Your year that I calculate out for you by formula is a 13-4 year. This is important. This is important because 13-4 is a really good year to change a house, change your location, change whatever. This then takes us to the definition of the death card that says, out with the old, there are endings. 13-4, death card. There's a death of the current situation that is existing. Endings, closing one door, opening another. Bringing something to a close, completing some sort of chapter. Maybe concluding unfinished business that's been hanging out there. It's a finishing year. Put the past behind you. If you've been involved in situations that are lingering, wrap them up in a 13-4 year. And it certainly could have a parting of the ways. You may decide not to stay with your partner anymore. There is transition going on here. There is cutting out what isn't necessary anymore. There's shedding of old attitudes. There's getting down to bare bones. Concentrating on, hey, What's important here? And getting back to basics. Out with the old. Getting rid of the fluffy, duffy, extraneous matter. There is sweeping change here. But one of the virtues that is required when it comes to the death card is acceptance. And acceptance is a free will situation it's a choice and how do you accept you choose it sometimes it's an either or situation but the number one premise in spirituality and spiritual growth is acceptance what is is be very zen Jing teaches do not bang your head against a closed door You'll only get a headache. It's closed. Obstructions are in your life to get you to think in a new direction. Go look left or right. New direction. And I learned that acceptance years ago. Let me tell you, rephrase that. I work on choosing acceptance on a daily basis. That's what I wanted to say. But it was literally brought to me face to face back in the 80s 
by Mother Teresa. I was really stressed out about life and what was going on and, and this and that and the other thing. And I just couldn't sleep at night. My head was thinking about, you know, we've all been there. We have all been there. Everything that I teach you, I share with you, is I've been there, done that. This is why I know what works, what maybe didn't work. It's up to you what you take from it. So I get up in the middle of the night and I go into the den and turn on the television. And there was, you know, channel surfing, channel surfing. And I came across this program, this documentary about Mother Teresa and how she started her sisters, her convent sisterhood thing going on over there. And I thought, well, this is interesting. You know, I'll learn something here. And at the very end, as I am, you know, mesmerized by this documentary, and this is how God works, that you get led to the, to the guidance. You get led, and our job is to follow, gently follow. If you're on the wrong track, you will, obstructions will be there to think in a new direction. But I was, you know, great. Let me watch. This is, this is interesting. And there came full screen the face of Mother Teresa looking straight at me at 3.30 in the morning. And all she said, looking eyeball to eyeball with Elizabeth Summers, accept, accept. And it was a moment in time that I had never forgotten. I was all worked up because I was resisting. I was not allowing to happen what was to happen and trusting that I was going to be cared for. Allow. Accept, just accept. What is, is. And so know that when the 13-4, which is numerologically 13-4, in tarot cards, it is death cards. And in astrology, for Saturn, it always means change and release and transformation. It says that you can expect changes that are going to come up that are going to end, end conditions that no longer serve their useful purpose. In your evolution, it's like you're turning the page here. In the chapters that you've written, you've written. And any rigid thought patterns have to be altered or they, or, or, or they will get altered for you and your ideas will get shattered and then you'll get all mopey-dopey about things and your higher self that says, well, we tried to tell you and you were bullheaded. You didn't want to change. So we made it really bad. Now you have no choice and you've got to change. Old ideas, I'm telling you, are going to be swept away. Not swept under the rug. They're going to be swept out the front door, down to the curb, for the street cleaner to pick up and brush away. And that old saying, God's closing doors, opening windows, this is it. So then, okay, fine. I want you to be prepared to meet fresh ideas and new people and stimulating conditions. There can be a change of plans, maybe a new location, new opportunities. Heads up. Heads up. Don't be an oak tree. Be bamboo. Oak trees snap. Bamboo goes with the wind, goes with the flow, and always comes back standing straight. It might not mean physical action, but watch your attitude. Watch your thoughts. Watch your mindset. Change is the basis of the human experience. Change constantly. You don't wear your baby shoes anymore. You have grown out of your shorts. You don't even maybe have the same hair color that you had in your 20s. And you're still standing. Change is the manifestation of growth. It's leading you to something better. You may not know what it is initially, 
But you ask Mother, Father, God, and your higher self every day, bring me gentle signs. Gentle signs. I would love for you to go to my website and sign up for my newsletter. Three. You can sign up for it on the homepage of both websites. You can listen to my radio show 24-7, 3 in the morning, 6 at night. You don't have to be here with me on Wednesdays. You can listen to it on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Blog Talk Archives, on my website, on the radio shows. I have the whole archive. Just click on it and kick back and listen. A lot of my friends listen on their smartphones when they're riding in the car, when they're driving here, there, and everywhere. I'm with them in the car. I keep them good company, too, folks. And, of course, I would love for you to contact me and schedule a reading. I've been doing this work since 1988. I love the work that I do. And I want to share with you all that I know. That's why I teach workshops. And my workshop, my next set of workshops, is in Prescott, Arizona. Now, maybe you're in Maine and you can't get to Prescott, Arizona, but you might know someone in Arizona and say you've got to go to her workshops because they are fabulous. And they are fabulous folks. Numerology is a language. It's a language that decodes the secrets that are found in your birth name. It is very multi-layered, but I make it simple. Tonight we were talking about work. I want you to work like you don't need money. It's the needing of money, which is the fear. Work like you don't need money. This was written by Mr. Anonymous. Love like you've never been hurt. Sing as if no one can hear you. And dance like no one is watching. That is the joy of life. You are divine. You chose to come into human, do a little tweaking, keep a smile on your face, love in your heart, and know that you are loved by a mother, father, God, who just wants to spoil you. So until we meet again, know that I send you God's white light and his peace and his harmony. Know that I wish you all good things, and thank you for visiting with me one more time in the magical world of numbers.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.